0: Did you ever run out of time when taking your Praxis test? Have you ever wondered how they expect you to finish with the time allowed? You're not alone. I meet students every day that share your struggles. They worry because they just keep running out of time and they they don't know how to answer all the questions. So today what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about a strategy that I use personally and I have my students use that will help you to use your time more wisely and minimize stress while you're taking the test. Today I'm going to talk about why this will help you get through more questions and may even improve your score, what questions to skip until the end, and the best way to skip questions. My name is Lisa Vecino, and I am the host of the Helping You Pass the Praxis show, where I talk about all the ways to improve your Praxis score with less struggle and overwhelm so you can get certified and start teaching. So let me tell you all about how I take a test. I always go into a test with an idea of the types of questions I'm going to skip. These tend to be questions that take a long time to solve, or I'm not particularly good at, or even that stress me out. So let's talk about those stressful questions first. The most important thing you can do is pay attention to your confidence and stress levels when you're reading questions, and you want to skip the questions that make you nervous because if you start to get nervous as you're reading questions, the negative thoughts in your mind are going to start to kind of take over. They distract you from paying attention and focusing on your test. And they also raise your stress level. So we really want to make sure that we are doing everything to remain calm and focused during the test and those negative thoughts are just going to derail you and impact your performance. I've even had students who hit submit on a test before they finished, and there was still time left because they had become so upset because they had come across a couple of questions that were overwhelming for them, and they began to worry that the rest of the test would look like this. Some of them even said, you know, I'll never pass this test. And we don't want to allow our emotions to control how we do on the test. And absolutely, the test is difficult for many students. But what we can do is we can control how much they impact us. So by leaving them to the end... What we're doing is we're not allowing them to impact us until the very end after we've done all the questions that we're confident about. This really does help you to stay calm and to maintain your focus so that you can do your very best. Another type of questions that I mentioned are those questions that no matter how good you are at them, they just take a long time They're generally very complex, there's a lot of calculation involved, there's also the keeping track of all the information so that you can answer them. And what I find is that during that time you would spend solving that problem, you could probably solve two to five other questions. And what we want to do is we really want to maximize the number of questions we get done before we run out of time. And we're better off answering two to five simpler questions than that one more complex question. There's a big reason for this. We don't get partial credit for our work when we do this test. So we either get the question right we got the question wrong. And if we're answering this one question that's rather long, there's a chance we could make a mistake and we would wind up with no points. Where in contrast, if we work on two to five questions that are shorter, a little more simpler, there's a lot less calculation and keeping track of things we're likely to get at least some of them right, and maybe even all of them right. So if we're not going to finish all our questions, which for some students, that's a reality, they're just not going to have enough time. We want to start off by answering the ones that we are confident about that don't stress us out. And we really want to maximize the number of questions we get to. And skipping the long questions will help you achieve that. So now let's talk about those difficult questions. When you're practicing, um, when you're studying, when you're watching videos, when you're taking practice tests, I feel like everybody has these questions that are just hard for them. And they have to read through the explanation a couple of times. They're not really sure how to proceed with the question when they first read it. They get a little overwhelmed. And what I want to say is leave these questions to the end. So what I do is I decide, I go through kind of a thought process. And my thoughts are, do I know what to do with it right away? If I don't, I want to skip it. I don't want to sit there and spend time trying to figure it out when I could be answering simpler questions that I know right away. Another one that comes up sometimes is, do I understand the question? If I'm not really sure what they're asking, I want to skip that one right away too. Then there's another scenario of, I know what they want me to do and I understand the question, but I can't remember a piece of information that I need to answer that question. This happens quite a bit because when we get nervous or we're under pressure, we tend to forget things that a week ago, a month ago, we knew by heart and we could recall instantly, but during the test, we just can't remember it. If that is the case, skip the question to the end. And sometimes we just know this is a hard question. I've practiced it. I know how to do it. I remember everything I need, but I know I'm going to have to be extra focused. I'm going to have to slow it down so that I get it right. Put that one to the end, too. So now we've talked about the types of questions that we want to skip, and I've seen a lot of information from people you know giving advice on how to take tests and one of the things that i see come up on the internet and in books and on youtube is the expert will say you don't want to spend any more than you know a minute on a a question or two minutes on a question and when i talk to the students they say well you know what i was doing the question and I looked at the time, and I had already spent two minutes on it, and I didn't have an answer. So I just went on to the next question. And unfortunately, that is not the way to use this strategy. And the reason is, when you abandon a question two minutes into it, you're going to forget all the work you did, you're not going to recall it. So you're going to have to start off by reading the question again. You're also probably not even going to be able to find the work you did on your um, scrap paper, because by the end of that test, your scrap paper is a little unruly. There's just information all over it, and it doesn't make sense when we go back to it, you know, 20 minutes, 40 minutes later. So. This is really ineffective and it actually hurts your score and it really impacts your time. because you've spent two minutes on a question, you didn't get an answer. And then when you go back, it's like you're starting from never seeing it before. Um, and if you do that on a ha- you know a dozen questions, It's like 25 minutes of your test and you're starting over from the beginning. So then you have to spend, you know, time on the question. So I have a better way to do it. Instead of putting the time into the question that might take too long, stress you out, or you don't even know how to do it. Instead, what I want you to do is decide within 15 to 20 seconds if you are going to skip that question. So immediately you are going to read the question, skim actually, if it's a longer one, just kind of skim through and decide. You're not going to second guess yourself. You are just going to say, I'm going to do it or I'm going to skip it. And then once you make your decision, you carry on. So you might be wondering, well, how do we decide? What do we think about? What's our criteria? So what I do is first I consider, do I feel overwhelmed reading this question? If the answer is yes, I am immediately going to skip it. I'm not going to decide whether it's difficult or it's going to take a long time or if it's going to be something I don't really know how to do. I'm just going to immediately skip it. I'm going to trust the way I am feeling. Another question I might ask myself is, can I identify what type of question this is? Do I know what skill I'm going to use? Um, What piece of information I might need? If I'm reading the question and I'm not really sure what they're asking me or what skill I'm going to use to answer that question, odds are I'm not going to know right away what to do. So I'm going to skip that question because it's going to take me longer because I'm going to have to figure this stuff out. Another one, do I know what I would have to do to answer it? Will it take me a long time to answer the question? Am I confident that I can answer this question correctly? So all of these, if I don't like my answer, I'm going to skip. If I get to the first question. Do I feel overwhelmed? And I say yes. I don't even think about these other questions. So the minute I don't like one of the answers, I skip it. I don't even consider anything else. Now, you could save even more time by making a list ahead of time. And I wouldn't make it too complicated or too long. I would consider the ones that Are going to make a big impact. So say fractions really stress you out, or maybe even probability questions, right? You could decide ahead of time, if I get to this category of questions that always stress me out, I don't even have to think about this. I'm just going to immediately skip them. And I'm going to come back to them after I've done all the questions that I'm confident I can answer. So hopefully you found this strategy for handling questions on the test useful. What I'd like you to do is to maybe make that list of questions that you would like to skip on your test that you have coming up next. Uh, When you're studying, consider the types of questions that derail your confidence, and you're calm as you study and add those to your list. And another thing that's really great to do before the test is to rehearse skipping questions with a timed practice test and see how that impacts your timing and get used to making those really quick decisions. So I hope this helps you out and good luck on your test. If you'd like to hear more about how you can do your very best on test day, be sure to subscribe to the Helping You Pass the Praxis show. And you could also let me know in the comments if there are any topics you want me to talk about that will help you pass the test. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you.